0: God, my bad. in the world. This is just a tribute. God, we gotta hook up some Tenacious D for the, the um, I just got karaoke the barbecue.
1: I got uh, a Pick of Destiny in the mail from uh, Blockbuster Online the other day. Have you watched it? No.
0: Perhaps I will Netflix that. <laughs> I was looking for another disc to fill the Netflix thing. I signed up for Netflix and that the thing they have where you can uh, stream right. shows is pretty awesome. Really? Like... uh I've been watching like the old Office and and the old Thirty Rocks. And it's really convenient and it's quality's not great, but it's not terrible. Thirty um, Rock
1: is hilarious. I know it's
0: so funny <laughs> and like I just got in on the trend like three or four weeks ago.
1: Oh so man, that's one of my favorite shows on TV now.
0: I love that when you discover like a TV show that's it's already like, been out for like
1: a year, so you, got you have so much stuff to watch. Twenty shows to watch.
0: I've actually like I still haven't watched all the Office, and I've been watching that for like a season and a half. But like some of those. The one episode of 30 Rock where he, uh, they think he, uh, Tracy Morgan can't read. Yes. And he acts like he can't, so he gets out of his responsibilities. So funny. I kept saying, that, like last weekend, sometimes I make mashed potatoes with laundry detergent. <laughs> and people were like, what are you talking about? And like I'd tell them where it was from, and then they'd forget.
1: <laughs> That's so classic, though. How do you forget that line? Yeah, it's,
0: and that, that wasn't, like, the only one. He he said, like, three things in that little tirade of his. I'm
1: convinced that Tina Fey is a super genius. <laughs> She's so
0: funny. Yeah. Actually, this will probably destroy all nerd cred I have, but what was the movie she wrote? Mean Girls? Was yeah. that it? Yeah. I remember that being actually pretty good.
1: No, it got well-reviewed.
0: Yeah, I saw it with Callan, and, like, I did not want to see it. But when I came out of it, I was like, nah,
1: that wasn't too bad.
0: She's also a cutie. She is a cutie. She's and she's got HD? that like
1: glasses, brown haired thing going on.
0: It's wavy. Also she's portrayed as hopelessly inept, so the loser males who are watching the show feel like they have a chance.
1: Yeah. It's like, Oh, Tina Fey, I love you so much. You're
0: hot and totally ungraceful in every way. So that's like
1: You're excessive that's something
0: we share. Not the hotness. the, the clumsy <laughs> aspect. We're both incredibly clumsy.
1: I'm waiting for the day I see in the headline in the news, Tina Fey's stalker arrested. Big picture you. Uh. Uh, Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Tina, I love you.
0: You're so pretty. Read the weekend update to me. You're no Norm (laughs) MacDonald, but you're still all right. (laughs) She's
1: better than Norm MacDonald. I like Norm MacDonald. But this has nothing to do with anything. We can't be distracted by this nonsense. We have
0: to spread this out because we actually like the thing we're talking about. This
1: is serious business. What are you talking about? This show is a goldmine because it involves something we like and, and Masamune <laughs> Shiro. <laughs>
0: Good point. Well, Sally Forth then, Joel. This is Fast Karate for the gentlemen for the date of... Call it... What is it like?
1: I have no idea. November. 4000 B.C. N- Yes, we
0: have transported you back in time to the era of Cro-Magnon Man. Their sloped foreheads
1: will provide a distinct
0: difference from your own, and then they will cave yours in with a rock. <laughs>
1: the danger of having to survive without modern marvels will expose you to what it's like to be fast karate 24-7.
0: Matsuhiro Mori's The Uncanny Valley will prove never so much relevant as when they, these cavemen detect you as not one of your own and hunt you for sport cuz that's what the cavemen did.
1: Even though they suggested that uh, homo, the Homo sapiens did that to Cro-Magnon man. Really? Yeah.
0: I think I yeah, I think I actually have read that. Poor Cro-Magnon. I do feel really bad You're for him. You were an evolutionary dead end anyway.
1: <laughs> well, it's like it's like beating up a retard. That's Cro-Magnons, essentially what Cro-Magnon's were. Cro-Magnons didn't even use tools, right? No, they did. Really simple
0: tools. What like stick? That's, that's barely even quantifiable as a tool. Most monkeys use sticks, and they have a prehensile tail. Cro-Magnon, you did not. God, have I ever told you about, like... I was watching one of those ridiculous Discovery Channel shows or something, and it's like, the history of dinosaurs, which... Uh, the history something? of dinosaurs. Which is clearly fictitious, because there were no dinosaur helicopters or anything, and they didn't come from the center of the Earth. But anyway... <laughs> That was evident. propaganda. But for people who don't know the true story of dinosaurs, uh, there were still some glaring fallacies. But my problem with it was they set it up as sort of like a drama um, in that there's these scientists in a lab, and they have a computer-generated Tyrannosaurus, and they run tests on it. Like, they put the Tyrannosaurus on a treadmill. So the narration is totally valid according to scientific research, but they have the Like act, images of a tirado well, like on a they treadmill. came to these conclusions through research on the living triceratops. <laughs> and they've got these actors being like, hmm, look at his tail. It's very it's like a spring almost. What if he stored energy in that tail and by whipping it back and forth, that's how he got up to speed. And then they do like the whipping back and forth <laughs> test on the Tyrannosaurus. And I was like that must really suck to be the actor that has to be in that show. It's like, maybe you should just do porn.
1: <laughs> but anyway, well, I guess porn is a good segue into... The first scene of the show, she's naked. We're talking about ghosts And falling the off shell. a building.
0: And blowing up some crooked ambassador.
1: She's not even naked yet, though. Oh, she's naked. Oh, I guess that's true. Well, she's not naked, though. She's in thermal camouflage, which is just very thin. <laughs> yeah. Which makes you wonder... It's
0: like a gauzy nightgown. But sexier, because quite it makes frankly, her invisible.
1: I think I'd be more tempted to shoot something that was invisible than someone who was naked, especially yeah. if it was a hot woman. Yeah, I'm like, what? What am I not going to start spraying a machine gun fire at? Why haven't the an terrorists invisible specter, hot chicks, very hard or to shoot, or a naked woman, even when strapped with dynamite? This is what happens when you turn invisible in front of me. Clack <laughs> clack 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 clack. Yeah. This is what happens when you appear naked in front of me. I rub my hands through my hair and say, "Hey." I kind of just weep and have a boner. <laughs> I'm not too used to naked girls yet. <laughs> I'm figuring it out, though. Oh, you know, Ghost in the Shell was one of the first animes to come to the U.S. that got mainstream popularity. Even I would, I would It was say, in the theaters. Yeah, it got released in theaters. It was
0: in Cinemagic down in Penn.
1: I, went in the, I saw it with my dad. Yeah. yeah? I think I
0: remember you saying this.
1: Yeah, we went went to see it together. I don't know why. Did you see it at the Cinemagic? We did see it at the Cinemagic. Wow, that was the worst theater in the world. But I miss it. (laughs) I do too. Because now there's like, the bridge is expensive and still really full of ignorant people.
0: Yeah, it's basically the same crowd. They've just migrated to a more expensive theater with less lowbrow And assigned seating? The assigned seating can be good if you get it at the right time. It's retarded if you get it at the end and then like, there's like... Three chairs all around the, the theater, and you got to spread out. But if you get it at the right time, it's convenient. Like yeah. If you have the prescience to get them early, but uh, we don't, so it's always a problem.
1: Ghost in the Shell came out when I was probably 13, 12 or 13. It came out when I was in middle school.
0: 1995, I
1: think. Yeah. So got- it was when I first moved to Philadelphia. It's like uh, the
0: first thing you did after getting off the plane. I was like, "Well, Philadelphia is a city of marvels. I shall dine on a cheesesteak and watch Ghost in the Shell." I actually
1: didn't eat a cheesesteak after I moved to Philadelphia for like three years. You were missing out. Whatever we were in high school. Yeah, remember when we were in high school and we went to Chili's or Abner's like every night? Yeah, I know. Those were the days. Those were the days. I miss
0: those days. I I reminisce quite fondly about Chili's, despite their sort of not. Super spectacular selection. They were not very expensive
1: and easily within a high school student's budget. Yes, if you we, were working we for... We could
0: get out of there for ten
1: bucks. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so Ghost in the Shell conjures up a lot of really fond memories for me. Mm-hmm. Fond memories like watching a crooked ambassador explode from the waist down. And being like,
0: hey, Dad, I guess what? this isn't what cartoons are right Remember when that naked like.
1: lady did that? No, he was prepared. It was rated R. Yeah. I mean, he took me to see Rob Roy. Yeah. Whatever. But that has
0: cultural context.
1: It's got rape, <laughs> like really violent but it's rape. Culturally
0: contextual rape.
1: <laughs> Nobody gets raped in Ghosts in the Shell that we know. Oh yeah, oh, except, except for the mind. Except in their mind. So but then, you know, if like you
0: go by that standard, then basically every character in the show gets raped, or at least like seventy-five <laughs> percent of them.
1: So when uh whatever her name was, Lucifer, kept on saying, "I'm gonna rape your mind." Yeah, she was referring to it's Ghost in the Ghost Shell, himself. where it actually happened, because. That's, that's how the story little starts. We are back
0: to the angels. We got to find a show that's worthy of two podcasts again. Because Angel Cop was just like, Splat out! It was like, there's <laughs> no way we could fit this in one episode. It's too good.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel that way about Ghost in the Shell. Because Ghost in the Shell offers you two angles to talk about. You have the anime itself, and then you have the manga written and more inspired by the creeped out person of Masamune Shiro. The guy who made lesbian amputee sex popular. Or he actually just made lesbian amputee sex. You can just stop there.
0: <laughs> he did one of those things.
1: This is, so Ghost in the Shell has its, you know, sexy moments. We already mentioned the thermal camouflage, which is pretty but, much the only sexy all, moment.
0: Well all the sexy moments involve her brutalizing some dude. She just Wait. happens to be naked at the time. That's that's not sexy. Oh, it depends on your definition. Joel, have we like traded places? No. Usually, this is where I would no. step in. Yeah, I know. I just I want you picking up I'm the slack. Keep, keeping it fresh. Keeping mm-hmm. it fresh. But yeah, after uh, two years, you gotta mix it up a
1: little. The other cool. Well, here I don't want to get too far into it before I say, um, is this the song from Ghost in the Shell? Oh my God.
0: That brings back memories. I don't even remember. It was the song from Gasaraki, right? I
1: don't even know. There's two songs in anime that start with the exact same chimes. And Dave, for a period, would play only one of them. But every time he would play it, I would be like, Oh, is this a song from Ghost in the Shell? And I'd like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like retarded eel babies being born. I got... Eels? I don't know. Retarded eel babies
0: who have the genetic mutation of vocal cords. Why is that
1: weird? Yeah, why? Why is it? What are, How are you, is that what you not possible? Say? But yeah, and so I would I've get just confused. Him, I've seen them. I've them. I have these yeah, pets because that song is awesome. Remember when they came back in Innocence?
0: Yes. And I was like, another one of these scenes. Memorial. Oh, she sure loves them. It's like weird factory overlay. It's like and... here's the montage of sights to this song. Well, that was was that
1: in the doll? house or were they when they were well, in the factory the parade yeah in
0: the second one. Oh, on that topic to preempt this karaoke ninja if you feel that you must make comments about how mamoru oshi is really boring or something along those lines please refrain yourself they're not necessary and we already know
1: <laughs> we're not i'm not going to defend everything mamoru oshi ever does
0: uh, i'm pretty close to but i like that style i i have no contention that it is not boring It's ponderous. But I just
1: like that. It's ponderous. I contend that it's a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. You can think it's boring. And if you do think it's boring, whatever. I just really like exposition. It doesn't even have to be exposition. It's just... It does for me. Well, it doesn't have... Preferably by cops. I'm just... Preferably (laughs) in Pat Labor, too. (laughs) While listening to jazz. No, but I'm just into something that's kind of slow and takes its time and isn't really obvious with everything, which is... Ghost in the Shell is slow, takes its freaking time, mm. and isn't obvious with anything. Yeah. The first, I mean, like I said, I watched the show when I was 12, and I liked it. But that's because it was cool in cartoons. I had no idea what the freak was going on. Of course not. I'm
0: not sure that I did until like we were out of high school and watching it again on DVD. I had
1: one of those weird like charts, like a conspiratorial schizophrenic chart on my wall yeah, trying to figure reference. out what Ghost in the
0: Shell Pieces was about. is of newspaper spanning seven years. There's
1: like a circle around the major's head and there's a line to a guy whose fingers explode. And then there's a line <laughs> over to the Modiver revolver. And then there's a line <laughs> down to sinks when she floats. Then a line up to little girl in an address and none of it makes any sense and then i spelled the name of god
0: and that's when you went truly insane
1: yeah i only just got out of the hospital like three years ago <laughs> just, just in time ghost in the shell too
0: oh man i remember where did we go see ghost in the shell Two? king of prussia or like yeah. uh plymouth meeting or something when when they had that scene Where he's in the mafioso den and he pulls the, like, 50 caliber machine gun out of his jacket and just starts hosing him down. That was, like, the most brilliant moment of intentional comedy in an action movie ever. (laughs) Discounting maybe,
1: like, Commando. (laughs) But you said intentional, so that discounts, I mean... Any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. (laughs) But, yeah, Ghost in the Shell is really... Really good, yeah, and what's more, it looks really good,
0: absolutely. Which actually was really disappointing to me. I bought the special edition release that manga put out a couple years ago because uh, there was some sale on right stuff a while back, so it was like five bucks. So I figured I might as well upgrade my copy because it had the anamorphic transfer. And now that I have a widescreen TV, anamorphic is actually important to me and not a word I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. But I was watching it, and it's not that good. What do you mean? Like, it's really sort of grainy.
1: Oh, the special edition?
0: Yeah, and I'm not a person that usually judges things on that, but, like, there's a lot of points that do not look like they have the best bitrate in the world. And if I knew what a bitrate was, I could tell you if it actually did or not. But just in my broad knowledge of what bit rates are, did not look that great.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've only... The Ghost in the Shell DVD I have, I think, is full screen. It's not even, like, letterboxed. Oh,
0: my God. I am so sick and tired of full screen. We got a membership to Costco, and I, like, I saw Hot Fuzz on the shelf, and I bought it because, like, that's generally the only way I see movies. And uh, it's full screen. No, because nobody who goes to Costco buys things in widescreen. You gotta look because for the they're full idiots.
1: Frame. Well,
0: if people weren't total morons, I wouldn't have to. <laughs> full screen. You get less of the movie. They chop the sides off. It's not good.
1: It isn't good. They don't even. Yeah, I can't even imagine watching like an old spaghetti western, full screen. Yeah, it would be awful.
0: There wouldn't actually be any people in the frame. <laughs> it
1: would just be, it would just be, be an empty the... desert
0: because they had to cut off the sides where the two guys were facing off.
1: <laughs> it's like, wow, that's a, that's a really nice house, I guess. Try trying to imagine watching like The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly when he's searching through the, uh, the, graveyard. the graveyard.
0: And he's never actually on screen. <laughs> he just runs through.
1: <laughs> that might actually make it funny. But that has nothing to do with Ghost in the Shell. We've got to stay focused because there's so much to talk about. Yeah, I know. And what do we have to talk about? People's brains can get hacked. Everybody, tinfoil <laughs> so hats on up. now. It won't protect you from me, but it'll protect you from the hackers. You have
0: to wrap yourself in a wet towel like in Total
1: Recall. Yeah. like Numb the signal. It's just like, man, that would be a really messed up world to live in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a part of my appreciation for Ghost in the Shell developed around understanding um, what the the hacker was doing to people or what, I mean, the intelligence, whatever you want to call yeah. it, was doing. When it hacked the trash guy's brain and convinced him he had a daughter, when I finally realized that what was going yeah. on, I was like, "Man, that, that is messed is so
0: up! So messed up! Like, it's sort of this—I um, don't know—it's like postmodern psychology in a way. It's like the most uh, violent invasion you could possibly do to somebody is to like abuse their mind.
1: Well, it's not even like abuse their mind, but it—it's it." it, it's, it it, the mind is the seat of personhood. Yeah. Like, you could become an entirely different person. I think, because I, I do a lot of ghosting with computers. Mm. And so, the idea that you can take a computer and reimage it and basically recreate, not necessarily recreate it, but, you know, from a software perspective, it's the exact same. Erase thing. it in yeah. seconds. Like, to, the idea to be able to do that to people. Yeah. Which that's is crazy. exactly the idea they're
0: going for here. Yeah. And, like, I definitely did not realize this when I was 12 and watching this movie, but, like, In that interrogation scene, when they tell the trash guy whose brain has been hacked to serve this uh, AI's more, whatever, to serve the AI's purpose, when they tell him that he's never going to get his memory back, that is like an incredibly depressing (laughs) scene.
1: Well, yeah, because he's always, he's going to live with the memory of a wife and daughter that never existed and he's going to miss a wife and daughter that that he he never never knew. yeah. How, brutal! Like, you might That's worse than murder. They need to come up with a new penalty. Like, yeah. I don't even know what you do. <laughs> I
0: guess you'd have to do the same thing to them.
1: I would insert some kind of horrible thing. Rape memories. <laughs> it's like you're going to get the rape image, buddy. <laughs> it's like pull-up semantic ghost appears on the screen. Yes! This is the new Norton utility. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be brilliant. I mean,
0: maybe we shouldn't spoil the whole thing but then it's can you wait no it's a 12 year old movie
1: yeah statute of limitations on this uh you should have already seen ghost in the shell or once again get off my podcast
0: yeah basically (laughs) that old refrain holds no less true today than it ever did and
1: this is definitely a movie you watch because it's an experience Mm -hmm. knowing what's because you you will watch this movie and you will still not know what's happening Mm -hmm. so it the plot is almost i mean the plot kind of carries it but I spend most of my time just being confused and being like, wow, this is, I mean, yeah. When he, when Dave was mentioning, like, whatever the AI's purposes were, I don't know. What were the AI's purposes? Well, the AI To just, escape.
0: It's to become sort of um, the next evolution of man. And that's why um, at the end she doesn't want to... Okay. If you didn't guess, we're a podcast that spoils things. So I'm going to say what the end of the movie
1: is. Hey, your milk. And is dated for last week. Yeah, I just spoiled it.
0: Okay, so if you don't want to hear it, turn it off and don't listen to the rest of this podcast because I'm not going to promise the spoilers are ever stop. And However, you're, you're going to miss watch everything we talk about before you listen <laughs> to us talk about it, unless you know you don't want to watch it because we're the podcast that spoiled Halo Three before the podcast started. <laughs> and I'd like to go down. In infamy on the internet for that act. If it was at all possible, internet, make it happen. But anyway, at the end of the movie, um, when the AI wants to merge with her, she says she doesn't want to because she wants to maintain her sense of self. And that's sort of like that when they're sitting on the boat in the middle of the movie, that's what she's talking about. Yeah. That how does she know who she is? Because...
1: She's a cyborg. She's a cyborg. So even biologically, like everybody else, even if your ghost gets hacked, biologically you're You're still a person.
0: Whereas they could just make another of her, and they do in the um, in the TV show later on. Um, But yeah, that maybe came out wrong, and they sort of make another one of her. It's not like they had twins like running around. But uh, so yeah, she's very concerned about losing her sense of self because she says even like even her brain is easily replicated. Which is the whole point of the movie. And the only thing she really has is, like, sort of her memories and her mm-hmm. feelings. Um, and the AI is like, you're basically stuck in this evolutionary dead end, if you're going to think about it like that. And uh, he he says something about being dynamic. Dynamic yeah. is, like, the word that is used to describe this thing. And it's like, if you want to be a changing organism, like, this is humanity's next path. It's to sort of merge. And... uh I forget what the point of this whole thing was. I kept talking and I stopped thinking Well like we were a talking about back. the
1: point of what, what the plan oh, yeah. of the organism so was. So he
0: sort them. of wants to maybe create okay. the next life. Or he also probably wants to survive, which is, you know it's not the first time this is brought up, but it's like the more human than human concept yeah. by White Zombie.
1: Did what did they author the concept? Actually no, they took it from
0: <laughs> Blade Runner. <laughs> As many White Zombies song titles were. But
1: the other really cool thing about uh, Ghost in the Shell is that it expands on made-up science in more than just computer science. And that is so awesome. Because you have thermal uh, thermal camouflage, which makes you invisible to which the is eye, becoming but more... not invisible to watermelons.
0: It's becoming more and more uh, <laughs> real every day. I was just reading an article about it, and um, apparently they have some way of doing it. The one they always trump around is that you'd have cameras all over a suit, and the cameras would take pictures behind you and put them on your front. And But apparently there's another way they can do it now with some sort of weird fiber, and they've gotten it to work on the microscopic level. So, like, that's really cool. So, eventually, like, you could have, like, a suit, and it would, like, this stuff
1: is more just real gonna than I'm going to my think. ninja abilities to defeat anything science can throw at me.
0: God, I was watching uh, some Team Fortress 2 the other night, and... <laughs> You were watching? Well, Graziella was playing it. Okay. And um she's being a sniper. And I see this, like, blur run by her scope. And I was like, that was a spy. And she's like, what? And then she died. <laughs> and I was like, they can cloak now. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Predator.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And, but it, I don't know. Even in this one, I guess it, the active camo works. Or the active camo. The... Thermal camouflage. Ooh, no,
0: she's got a veil and like a metal mask thing. How like does that work? Visor. It doesn't cover
1: her hair. She doesn't put a hood on. She just vanishes. I don't
0: understand why. If they can make her like leg holster for her gun invisible, why can't they make the rest of her invisible too? And people are going to talk about all that crap about how she's so detached from her body that she doesn't even see it as sexualized anymore and blah, blah, blah. But it's impossible for us as the viewers not to. (laughs) This is true. Uh, And it's also impossible for me at 15 to rent this movie and watch it in my parents' house. (laughs) Because she gets naked like a hundred times. It's like every scene. Well, it's also... Every action scene. (laughs) It's...
1: This is uh I guess there's a little um there's something little str- je ne sais quoi. Well, there's there's definitely that weirdness of Masumune Shiro seeping in because every time she puts on the active camo, she's either just blown somebody up or she's about to totally beat the crap out of some guy in a weird jacket. Mhm. Dude, that jacket's tight. That's a that's Check a out, thermoptic camo the jacket. Yes. Yeah. Well, that makes me think it's like Why does she have to be naked? This dude's like ready for Arctic warfare, and she's in nearly. like... be more freedom of mobility on the Hong Kong streets. They're going through the thermal camouflage catalog. It's like, well, I don't want the the Alaska. I'm looking more at the Miami model. Thank you very much. Do you have anything in Lycra Spandex? I'm looking to sex it up before I disappear. I want something to remember me by. I mean, sure, I just. After I broke it. Sure, I just exploded some guy right in front of of him. But, you know. After I horrify, I like to entice. You want
0: to talk about horrifying? When she's trying to rip the lid off that tank, I never realized how sort of disgusting and scary that is. As she rips out her arms? Well, not even that, but the way her muscles bulge are like super creepy. When I saw the ads for Ghost in the Shell when I was like a little kid and it was in the theaters, I thought she was a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: because it was always a picture of her like totally ripped going Mm -hmm. down on it. So, like. The active camo tank? They have a whole tank! yeah you can disguise a tank <laughs> what why is she like this is like and that's why i've asked him this year i was a dick it's yeah like, well i'll make this invisible tank and i'll also make this invisible naked woman <laughs> <laughs> if the naked if you can make a naked woman invisible why do you even need a tank why does a tank have to be invisible <laughs> well it's crushing the floor tiles when it yes. moves But it doesn't move that much. Well, what's even more shocking is she doesn't realize the tank is there. That's the quietest tank ever.
0: (laughs) It was powered down. In the future, tanks are
1: very quiet. I guess that's true. Don't
0: you remember what she said? If mankind senses technology is within its grasp, it achieves it. They were like, quiet tanks. Just reach out and grab (laughs) that.
1: (laughs) What if a tank were quiet? That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Shh. And what if it were like a spider with machine gun arms? That's even better.
0: Best tank ever. Because it like walks around and can turn and stuff. Normal tanks don't turn very well. Spider tank turns all the time. That's all it does.
1: <laughs> well, here's the, what's really great about Ghost in the Shell, the movie, is that it excises all the BS from Masamune Shiro's Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> There's no <laughs> strange lesbian virtual uh, amputee sex. sex. She's like... They're talking about how great it is to, you know, have this fake sex. And it's like, oh, I've got a new neural implant. And I'm I'm just sitting there imagining, how could you be this casual in this moment? This is really creepy.
0: Yeah. Or, you know, what the other standard Shiro tropes of, like, they're, all the jokiness has been excised from it. So there's no, like, the cute one-panel gags at the end of the storyline where it's like, Oh, Major, we forgot to mail you your paycheck. do de do not do not do Yeah. <laughs> like, all those jokes are sort of left out, and there's not a whole lot of attempts at humor in these There's movies. no attempts at humor. Well, there's sort of things that are funny and intentionally funny, like the Bato thing in the second, where he pulls out the machine gun. But, like, it's a different sort of humor, and it's very... I
1: would really describe the whole sort of... or the, the atmosphere surrounding Ghost in the Shell as almost solemn. Yeah. Like a church. Yeah, I mean, it not.
0: Well, it's a lot of quiet, uh, you know, exposition, as they say. It's a lot of two people talking back and forth to each other, and it's a lot less uh, in this one than it is in the second one, where they're like pulling Descartes out and. It's
1: like check out this leg. For twenty minutes while I talk. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that leg is almost more interesting than what you're talking about, especially since. I mean, the, the philosophical Sart have to say about this leg. The philosophical points aren't really that deep. They're just expressed in incredibly complex ways. So you're just kind of wallowing in this, you know, overly verbose conversation about the nature of existence and who is the puppet master. And it turns out the puppet master was a puppet himself. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And we ended up shooting him anyway. See, that's the problem. That's where it all ends up or goes in the shell. Something gets shot, yeah. and then somebody's head gets grafted Usually onto a little with girl's a high
0: body around.
1: Yeah, everything is high caliber. Oh, he was messing up the tra- chamber in his Uzi by using high-velocity, high-caliber rounds. He only wanted to use the Uzi once, Major. <laughs> yeah. He really wanted to save himself. Sure fucked up your
0: car, though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, my Mazda. How much did that Uzi cost? Like, 20 bucks?
1: Well, what's really crazy, there are moments in Ghosts in the Shell where there's a little bit of inconsistency. I'm thinking specifically of when the Major you know, lifts herself up into the air and jumps up the building and lands on the panel on the ceiling and And crushes it, it. It. but she just jumped off a sign pole that was sort of hanging off the edge.
0: Well, obviously they don't sort of understand that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Like, jumping up is basically the same as falling. Pushing down, Yeah. yeah. Given, you know, that you're not falling from, like, a plane. From a reasonable distance. But like, yeah, it's the same idea. But that scene's so cool. It is really cool.
1: I'm not complaining that much.
0: That's actually like a whole. I God, I love it when they have cyborg chicks jumping around on stuff. I don't know why I think that's so cool, but they can do that all the time. Especially if they're using like like some sort of weird Indiana Jones thing where he's falling through like the different tarps when he's escaping the restaurant. In yeah, because they have this.
1: Or well, what's really bizarre is in you know the future of Tokyo, they still have street markets. Yeah. Like, what do they sell at these street markets? Watermelons. <laughs> but and what do they do
0: with those watermelons? It's just like a Chow Yun Fat movie. They, they just explode that shit. Yeah.
1: Well, because he's he bumps into somebody at a watermelon, and the freaking major lets loose. Yeah. And he then in turn lets loose. But nobody well, gets shot. Yeah. Nobody
0: gets shot. I was thinking about that myself. Where's the total recall mentality? <laughs> people die when bullets are fired. You hear about it every day. Somebody got some innocent bystander. Did I tell you about how many people got?
1: There how many? You know how we have the like a crazy amount of murders in Philadelphia? Yeah. You know how many people are injured with handguns? have All been right. injured with handguns this year, it's over a 1,000. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> so the year's mur- not even over. Yeah, let break
1: 1,500. <laughs> I was like, wow. So there are, like, we have a lot of murders, but we also have a lot of Could lucky people. Yes. Yeah, like, maybe it's not so bad if you look at the percentage of shootings versus the percentage of people that died from Yeah, I know. It's
0: like barely even 50%. We're not doing so bad. I mean, if you take it as a whole in gun crimes, really only a third of the people die. <laughs> so either they're incredibly lucky or gangbangers are just terrible shots. I think it's probably a lot of the latter. Well, it's really hard to hit something with a pistol, as anybody who's been to a firing range will tell you. But yeah, I really. Ghost in the Shell. Except for the Deagle in Counter Strike. <laughs> Deagle? Yo, I'm gonna buy
1: a Deagle, man. Whatever. Buys pistols. Fucking. Double pistols. Pack, 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 pack. The elites. Pack, 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 pack. pack. So. Oh, man. I haven't played Counter Strike in forever.
0: Good. It's probably yeah, it's better that way. At least I can play Halo with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm so beyond the realm of Counter Strike. They've been playing that stuff for 10 years. Like, <laughs> it's a little late in the game for me to get in. On. Hey, guys. Anybody want to play some Counter Strike? Get some DE dust on? Who's got the bomb?
1: You're banned. <laughs> Oh, man, but yeah, I really love Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. I'm actually, I mean, I, I didn't watch it for this podcast because I've seen Ghost in the Shell like a thousand times, but now I'm going to go home and watch it probably.
0: I watched it this afternoon, and it was fantastic and fun. It's got everything you're going to love. You can plug in a little Ghost in the Shell, put it on Picture in Picture, play some Halo. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't,
1: was, I wish I had Picture in Picture. They
0: don't really put it in TVs anymore. It's because it was I retarded. I like it. Forever. I, I mean, Do you have Picture in Picture? No. Uh, I wish I did, because back in the day, between college and when I got employed, I basically played Final Fantasy for 10 hours a day. And that's no exaggeration. But it sort of is an exaggeration. It's hyperbole, I guess, because I'm not a person that plays video games for 10 hours a day, usually. Like, I have a very bad attention span, so as soon as I sort of get frustrated, (laughs) which happens very fast, I stop playing. So, yeah, I spent like 400 hours on Final Fantasy in the span of a couple months. And uh, what I would do is I would be playing Final Fantasy, and I would have the audio be Law & Order. Like, I would be be listening to Law & Order episodes as I played Final Fantasy. And my roommates would come in and be like, that's cool,
1: man. (laughs) Jerry Orbach, take me away. Yeah. So, in a way... Dave was living in some kind of bizarro virtual reality, just like the people that exist in Ghost in the Shell. I guess,
0: but Final Fantasy Tactics is way better than Cybernetic Brains. If only they could put Final Fantasy Tactics on Cybernetic Brains. And I could, like, see it in my eyes. And I could play it on the subway and not feel guilty for having a PSP on the subway.
1: Yeah, for all the commercials that show people with PSPs in public, I've seen very few.
0: Actually, on the New York subways, I see one, like, in every car. Really? I don't know what's up with it? I've never seen anybody use one in Philly.
1: It's probably because more people take the train in
0: New York. I guess so, but I I can't do that. I'm, like, really concerned with people being up in my business. I don't know why, but I just, like, don't want anybody to see me doing anything to the point where, like, I won't take my MP3 player out of my pocket on the subway because I'm just like, why you got to look at my MP3 player? Yo, back off, It's son. just, like, a really weird paranoia I have. It's There's no shortage of them up there. That's why they need to replace my brain with a... The hunk of metal that makes me unfeeling, and also gives me super reaction times and the ability to spit out frozen yogurt.
1: (laughs) I would just choose Rocky Road. Frozen yogurt is lame. I like.
0: I I had TCBY for the first time like a couple months ago, and it blew me away. Was it strawberry? It was. I had um, peanut butter swirled with some sort of vanilla. Peanut butter. I didn't even know you could have peanut butter frozen. Peanut butter ice cream is gross. I love peanut butter in all its forms. I can't handle peanut butter ice cream. Alex got some of that. Uh, Nutella stuff Nutella The stuff like the chocolate Yeah Whatever it is Almond butter I'm eyeing that I'm going have to hit that up <laughs> This podcast is finito Come back next week When we talk about things That are terrible And God I hope this show Is really bad In a way that makes it fun To talk about Chris Orr Don't fail me now Myself. And I'm sitting in my room, and I feel so alone. Let's play some Halo, girl. What is that? I it's, one of the, it's like the outtakes from the first Halo game.
1: Uh. The Halo Boys. Nice. Cha-cha-cha-cha.